Hey, and welcome back to the only podcast recorded by an author walking her dog. That's right, you're here to learn how to write a book that doesn't suck. With your host, Jamie Ingle, and ever faithful beside me, Ahsoka Tana Ingle, my sweet hound dog. So today I thought uh, we're going to talk about it's never too late. Isn't that great to know? Doesn't it feel good to know that it's never too late to do something or to try something? You know, it, it doesn't feel that way all the time in real life. Most of the time in real life, it feels like your mistakes are too great to be fixed or your life is too much a mess to ever go back and do something right. So the beauty of fiction is, as I heard in a film recently, our job as a writer is to organize chaos through imagination. And I love thinking of myself as a chaos organizer So it's never too late, guys. When you look at your story, no matter how much it seems like it's moving to a certain point, you can always put a twist in that will jolt the reader. Now, you don't want to go for the wow factor. You don't want to build this entire book just to pull the rug out from underneath them because that's what it'll feel like. And I'm sure you've read those stories or you've watched those movies where the last scene, like, it was amazing. And then that last scene happens and you're like, what? Man, what a waste of time. And that's why it gets three stars on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Or what do they do? Percentage, 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, We've watched a movie recently like that. Um, It was a scary movie. Man, it was awesome. But the end, it just like, meh, it stopped. It didn't even end. It just, it just stopped. And I, ah, oh, that drives me nuts when, when films do that. Books, not so much, because I think writers have, uh, I don't know, I think we spend more time analyzing the story than just a screenwriter, only because, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, it cinematically gets changed, is my guess, uh, for production value or for production cost, but there's a lot more into the story Um, that's out of the writer's control when you move into the screenwriting realm. Uh, Anyway, so when you're you're building these moments in your story, you don't want them to feel like a rug getting pulled out from underneath your character's feet at the end. Um, A great example of this working well is The Sixth Sense by M. Night Shyamalan. If you have not seen that, you should probably stop listening to this podcast and go watch it just so you can have watched it before you die. Um, one of the most brilliant uses of this effect that it's never too late. The story's about a boy who can see dead people and a psychiatrist who tries to help him. He had a patient very similar in the past that he tried to help and he couldn't and he actually watched the patient kill himself. So he kind of feels like this is his, um, his second chance, his retribution, his, um, you know, his opportunity to make things right. And by the end of the story... There's an occurrence that literally changes the entire trajectory of what you just watched. And you have to go back to the beginning and re-watch the movie again, knowing this reveal. It's incredible. I will not tell you. Are you crazy? Why would you even ask that? You have to go watch it. Uh, but it's a brilliant um, display of it's never too late. And that's what you want. You want your fiction to be impactful. You want it to be read and reread and shared. And that book on the shelf, I have a friend, um, and Jane Quackenbush, and she says, I want my book to be that book that stays on your shelf when you become an adult. 
You know, you get rid of your childish things, but there's still that one, you know, couple of, of trinkets and books that you keep hold of because they just, they changed you. They created who you are and, you know, you don't, you don't look at them as a childish thing. You look at them as your transition from childhood to adulthood. They capture your memories. So, you know, you want to have books that are impactful like that. Uh, another example is Star Wars. Um, when we find out that Anakin is, um, or I'm sorry, w- yes, when Anakin is actually Luke's father, like that was mind-blowing, or Darth Vader really. When we find out that Darth Vader is, is Luke's father, that was mind-blowing. And we had to go back and rewatch it, you know? It wasn't too late for that reveal. It wasn't too late in the story and in the plot to, to show this to the reader and what it did is it, it changed the whole dynamic of our emotional connection to the characters. And that is monstrous if you can do that with your readers. It made us have sympathy for the bad guy. Like this horrible bad guy. And that is so hard to do. Um, another example that I don't even know if I can say it without crying. I cry every time I see it in the movie is in Harry Potter in the very end. And if you haven't read them all or seen them all, dear God, it's long enough. I'm sorry, it's a spoiler, and you're just going to have to deal. Um, in the Harry Potter, when, when he's, when um, Sirius, not Sirius, oh my God, I'm like so emotional, I can't even think of their names. When Severus <laughs> is talking with Dumbledore, and he's going through the whole backstory, and he's talking about that he knew that he knew from the beginning that they were both going to have to die at the same time, that they were both going to have to kill each other, um, Harry and um, he who shall not be named. I guess we're past that in the books, aren't we? Oh, a bunny! A bunny just ran across the road. She's beautiful. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, so when, when Voldemort, when they're talking about the only way to kill him, when they get to that moment, and we find out two, th- two crucial things. Good morning. Good morning <laughs> she, oh, she's talking to my dog. <laughs> um, when we find out that Dumbledore knew the whole time that this was going to happen, it, we still love him, but we're kind of mad. We're kind of shocked that he would allow Harry to go through all of this knowing that he was gonna die. I mean, how do you, what kind of person are you that you can do that? What kind of a person can, can love someone and raise someone as their own and know that they're gonna die? And I think the um, Snape's example of you, you've raised him like a pig to the slaughter is, is beautiful because that's exactly what he's done. And in that moment, we also learn, and this is where I'm gonna cry, that Snape, has always cared for Harry and he's always loved him and he still loves Lily and it's so beautiful that after I don't know seven books 12,000 hours of film whatever um after this experience that moment changes everything and you can never go back to the beginning of the film or the book and experience it again in the same way because you have been given two crucial life-changing pieces of information in these characters that just it changes it because it's never too late to change it and I think that's amazing writing Uh, it's beautiful what these authors and 
and um, storytellers have crafted for us to enjoy. Now, in, in one of my books, Dreadlands, um, going into it, I knew two things. And if you haven't read it, this is, I'm going to make this as unspoily of a spoiler as possible. Um, I knew in the end that I wanted a Lord of the Rings-style epic battle between human and wolf. And I also knew that I wanted to pull a Star Wars reveal and lead the reader to believe that somebody was a bad guy, but then at the last minute, um, because it's never too late, right? At the last minute, expose someone else as the true villain. Um, So if you read the book, let me know if I nailed it or not. Guys, that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Please like, share, and subscribe to this channel, to this particular podcast, and enjoy all the podcasts here on the Space Coast Podcast Network. Um, If you're looking for more, we have a great free Facebook group. Um, Just search for Write a Book That Doesn't Suck, one word, and you'll find us. For now, during the apocalypse, we're doing Zoom meetings on Saturday mornings at 11. You can uh, get all that information in the Facebook group. And um, if you want even more, you can buy the book. It's on Amazon. Write a book that doesn't suck. Can't miss it. Uh, Would love to hear your feedback. Uh, Of course, this is for you, not me. So I already know this stuff. So if there's anything you want to learn, please put it in the um, comments below and let me know. I'd love to do a podcast on something you are very interested in learning more about or just want a second opinion on. Um, So that's it, guys. Thanks for uh, being here, and until next time, happy writing.